from Pat's Propaganda, Mike Dusso, joining us this morning. Mike, obviously a tough one for the Patriots yesterday. You already have a post up on patspropaganda.com kind of breaking everything down, but what are some major takeaways you had from this loss to the Steelers? Ooh, where to begin? I mean, there's a <laughs> lot. Uh, I mean, it's uh, I've been kind of playing the whole game over in my head all, all night um, and into the morning. But, uh, you know, I think the thing that was surprising was just kind of how sloppy uh, they were with all the penalties. I mean, I know some of them maybe were a little ticky-tacky, but, you know, the uh, the pre-snap is uh, such a buzzword this morning, uh, all the pre-snap penalties, um, you know, those kind of things that we just don't see. And, and I feel like, you know, it's, the total yardage of those wasn't overwhelming, but it just kind of speaks to their preparation, their mindset for the game. Um, you know, and I thought the defense played okay, uh, just, you know, allowing that final drive and the field goal that, you know, put it, made it a seven-point game. Um, you know, you would have liked to have gotten a stop quicker there and, you know, shorter field. Um, you know, just a lot of a lot of issues. And, I mean, I think this is kind of who the 2018 Patriots were. Uh, they are now, you know, going to finish the season uh, losing record on the road. And, you know, we haven't seen that since 2009. So I think that, you know, the comparisons to 2009, 2005 uh, at this point are, are somewhat apt. You know, you mentioned in your post how, and I was saying this earlier, James White was basically invisible yesterday. And I just think the offense is so much better when he's involved and he just didn't do a whole lot. Uh, what did they have to do to try to get him back in things? I mean, you, you mentioned Michelle and Burkhead obviously being important as well, but, you know, White is that safety valve, isn't he? Or he should be. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's strange because they had to lean so heavily on Michelle and White, you know, in the early part of the season. And I thought some of their, you know, best games offensively were, you know, when they leaned on those guys and, and they were the most effective. And, you know, and it's almost like now they just have all these uh, embarrassment of riches, so to speak. I mean, I know it didn't look that way with only, you know, putting up 10 points yesterday. Uh, but, you know, you have all these different guys that you're trying to work in and nobody kind of has found a rhythm. And I think that kind of goes back to the problem they had last year with Dion Lewis and, and Burkhead and White again, where they just, you know, could never seem to find quite the right mix of guys and, and you know, on the right day. Uh, and it's just, you know, I, I kind of hate, oh, they need an identity, but I, I just feel like they, they are trying to live too much in the days where you could roll Brady, Gronk, and Edelman out there and, and whatever else around them and, and you know, still be okay. Uh, and, and I think those days are gone. They, they, they just haven't really found, and it was on display last night, uh, that concoction of, you know, mix of run and pass that, that works best for them, and they just they cannot seem to get out of their own way. Uh, and sustained drives, and, and most especially, I think the biggest thing is, is just finishing in the red zone. That's been where the big issues have been all year long. Mike, also, uh, it just seems to me the offense yesterday was very vanilla. Uh, we didn't see any, just one uh, bubble screen, slip screen. We didn't see any roll one way, throw back. We didn't see uh, jet sweep. We didn't see any of the things that kind of have made them dynamic on offense. It just looked like, okay, Brady's going to win this for us. And like you said, it he can't do it every time. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a. It's a good point. I. I really hadn't. You know, thought about it. I mean, there's so much to kind of digest, and that. And I think that's a great point, especially when you look back over the past. You know, games that they were successful recently, where uh, they did have some of those. You know, gadget plays, and you know, I know sometimes people. You know, get frustrated when they don't work, and you know, obviously everyone gets super excited when they do work. Um, and, and I think that that really was part of the offense. And it seems, you know, like they walked into Pittsburgh thinking. We usually tear these guys up. We have a good understanding of what they do on defense. And, uh, you know, I thought last night's game was just a, a prime example of, you know, kind of what I always expected games in Pittsburgh to be like, you know, where Pittsburgh defense plays really tough and, you know, we kind of hang with them and it's, you know, back and forth affair. But, I mean, the offense was just, 
you know, that's what's most disappointing was just how ineffective they were. And, you know, this is the offense they, they, ha- they wanted. I mean, this is the whole team they wanted. This is, you know, there's nobody. It's not like we can point to, oh, well, they didn't have Edelman. Edelman's hurt. Gronk's hurt. You know, I mean, I know everybody's banged up. But, you know, for the most part, this is the 2018 Patriots that they put together in the offseason. And for whatever reason, it's like whack-a-mole with problems, whether it's missed field goals, bad kickoff. You know, the defense can't play one week. The offense can't play last night. It just is an unending parade of problems that, you know, are costing them games, especially on the road. Yeah, it just looks like they've lost their focus, and I'm talking about everybody, coaching staff mm-hmm. included. Uh, the You know, the end of the game last week where they've got Gronk back there, and there was not going to be a Hail Mary. You know, it was too far away. Um, and, and again, I think I, I talked about the offense being vanilla, the, the penalties, they're so uncharacteristic. They're the least penalized team in the league, and they had 14 penalties. I mean, it's unheard of. And they were all, the ones down close were critical. Oh, especially that one at the end. I mean, you know, I don't know how many Trent Brown ended up with. But, oh, boy. You know, I, I mean, I, 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 you look at those guys, I mean, and I mean, I think every single member of the offensive line had a penalty last night, except for maybe David Andrews, uh, you know, and, and that's just it's indicative. And as much as you want to, sweep it under the rug and say, oh, well, they've still got Brady and they still got Belichick. I, you know, it's just you can't escape the feeling that this team feels a little bit more like those 2009, 2005 teams that, you know, just for whatever reason hasn't quite gelled at, like they usually do. And, and, you know, we're so used to seeing this Patriots team firing on all cylinders, uh, you know, and, and I mean, just the baseline, like I said, not making those stupid penalty mistakes that are the most preventable thing uh, that, that, you know, mistake that they made last night. You know, the old quote, the Patriot way, uh, do you think that we've never really decided, proven whether or not the the Gronk, Brady, all that garbage in the off season, whether there was actually something there, it seems like there was, but whatever, uh, has something like that uh, got everybody's focus off from what the real goal is here? I, I, it just feels like you said, like there's something missing. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's so hard to say. And, I mean, now here we are, you know, what, five months into the season, four months into the season. You would think, you know, that those kind of things from April and May, yeah. uh, you know, any kind of rust would not be carrying over. But, um, you know, it, it's hard to pinpoint because each week it seems like something kind of new pops up. And that's what's so distressing. I mean, you know, you look at coming into this game where you've got, look, we've got Gordon is really coming on. Edelman and Gronk had, you know, despite the loss in Miami last week, had great games. Um, you know, it, it felt like, hey, we're building towards something right now. And, you know, they came out and they, they look like the same Patriots. And, you know, as much as people say, oh, the defense, you know, held them to, you know, just 17 points, that's great. Uh, you know, I think the defense was let off the hook a little bit by the field goal, by, you know, getting two interceptions that kind of saved them. I mean, for the most part, Pittsburgh had no problem kind of plowing through the Patriots like, like most teams have done. And, and again, that last drive where it's, you know, that's the drive that matters most to me. If you can't get a stop there and give your your team a chance to win the game, instead, you know, you allow a five-minute drive at that critical time. I mean, that's just, you know, a sign of a defense that's not playing uh, like you need to win these kind of games, especially you're going to see in the playoffs. So it's, it's hard to say exactly what the cause of this was, but, I mean, things just certainly look different and disjointed uh, like we've only seen, you know, a couple times in, in, in from, from the Patriots over the last, what, 20 years now. What should Gronk's role be within this offense? Because I feel like they still think, and maybe they think justifiably, he's a go-to target. But, man, on that 
final drive and they're trying to get the ball to him. It was just sad. I don't know. Like, I don't know what your thoughts are on what his proper role should be within this offense. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you, I mean, was he even targeted in the first half? I mean, you know, it, it seems like they're clearly aware that he's not, you know, the guy that they want to hitch their wagon to. Um, and I think what, you know, the, the, the problem is, is that the red zone is where you would think Gronk would be yeah. the force. And, I mean, you look back at, at the stats of, you know, targets in the red zone over the course of his career, and, I mean, and he's, you know, far and away above everybody until last season. Um, and now, you know, this season coming in, it's like they're not even looking his way. Um, what is the reasoning for that? I mean, is he, you know, no longer capable of getting open? I mean, I, I certainly see when he goes out into, into routes that, you know, they're, they're double-teaming him. He's garnering plenty of attention still. Um, but, you know, he's just not making those uh, spectacular plays. I mean, I was glad he picked up that first down on that one play where, you know, it almost looked like he was going to be tackled short again. Something, you know, that's something else we've seen over the last two weeks is, you know, Gronk getting tackled short, uh, you know, of the first down marker. I mean, you know, at minimum he's getting a first down, if not breaking those into big gains. Um, I mean, I think these are all very interesting questions to ponder, uh, you know, especially when you look at the age of Edelman, how many injuries Grog has sustained, all that stuff is just adding up. And, uh, you know, there's just no simple fix right now. And, I mean, you just hope they get back home, they get back on track, they put together two games and, you know, in the playoffs, I still think it's anything can happen. But unfortunately, I think it's anything can happen at home as well as on the road now. Yeah. Well, yeah, the you know you hope that, I mean they do have if they if the Texans lose a game and they could, uh, they play the Ravens I believe no they play at Philadelphia, and Philadelphia yeah. last night looked like world beaters so maybe they lose that game, well now the Patriots have the tiebreaker there so they'd finish second, which gives them yeah. a bye which they need, and uh, then I think like you say I think you never know what could happen. Uh, they don't look like the team that that we thought we were going to get this year, but. You know, stranger things have happened. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, you know, such an experienced team, especially when you look at the secondary. I mean, the takeaways that they got. And, you know, again, despite how bad they looked yesterday, I mean, it was still definitely a winnable football game. Oh. And, you know, and that was a must-win, really, for Pittsburgh. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not the end of the world. It's certainly not the, the kind of performance we're used we're to. We're spoiled. <laughs> we are certainly spoiled. Uh, but, you know, we have to look at each season kind of in a microcosm of itself and, you know, not get overly comparative to the, to the past. I mean, you know, and you certainly, I mean, it's, it, you have so much more appreciation now when you look at what the 14 and the 16 and the 17 teams did, uh, you know, being able just to get to a Super Bowl. And, you know, I mean, everyone's so disappointed about losing the Eagles last year. But, I mean, still, it was remarkable uh, for what that team had to make it as far as they did and for the game to be really as close as that was. So, um, you know, I, I, I mean, you look at the playoff matchups this morning uh, versus Baltimore at, you know, Houston at Kansas City would you know, be a possible road if there were no upsets. I mean, and, and I mean, there's, there's nothing assured about that, but it's certainly not overwhelming to think about going to Houston for a playoff game. I mean, I know despite how bad the Patriots have looked uh, on the road, but, uh, you know, I still think that they're capable. I just, uh, you know, I think that there are warts that continue to show themselves each week, and, and each week it's kind of something different. It's not one simple thing of, oh, let's just – you know, stop giving up long passes, you know, like things like that in the past where it was, wow, this is kind of our Achilles heel. It's like each week there's kind of a new Achilles heel, and, and you can't really land on one thing to, like, you know, vent and just, just fix that and they'll be fine. Well, after all that, 9-5 and five and games remaining against the Bills and the Jets, right? So, like, I mean, those are teams you you would think they should be able to win and finish off at 11-5, and five, I would imagine. They'd already beaten both teams uh, once this year. They beat the Bills fairly handily 25-6. to six beat the Jets 27-13, to 13, and these are both home games on top of that as well. So it's got to be optimistic from that point of view, I imagine. 
<laughs> sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I mean, I gotta admit, Josh Allen scares me a little bit with. You know, well, yeah, he's, he's got he some. Yeah, got some mobility you know, there. He's gonna, he's gonna challenge them, um, you know. But I, I think uh, it's it, you, you gotta hope they win those last two games, and that you know they may be back into that second seed, and and then we just kind of have to see what happens, you know. But I mean, it's just I think everybody's got a disappointing taste in their mouth, and you know, I mean, I, I mean, since the Kansas City win, it's just you know there hasn't really been that you know feel good, excited Patriots big win this year, uh, and it's been a while. And you know, usually, like I said, we're used to building to a crescendo at this point, and you know, I. I, I, I again, I'm, I won't rule. I won't rule them out, but I certainly think that their issues, their issues on both sides, or I should say, all three sides of the ball, are very real. Mm-hmm. Uh, and any one of them could easily get them beat in a playoff game, home or away. And the the, the issues on the road. I, I mean, I don't know. That that seems so odd to me that they just are such a, they are undefeated at home and then just can't win on the road. It, it's bizarre. I, I don't know what your thoughts are. In, you know, in terms of. If, if, if it's like a mental block or if it's just like yeah. the other teams are just more comfortable when they're on their home turf, I guess. No, I mean, I think, I mean, I think the easiest thing to point to is just mental toughness, you know, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of the mistakes that they make on the road are dumb, you know, mistakes that, that don't need to be made, um, you know, and, and those are the things that, and that goes across the board to the coaching staff too, for whatever reason. And I mean, it's, it's remarkable for a team that, you know, from 2016 to 2017 basically was undefeated on the road for two seasons. Um, you know, and, and, that, and that is such a thing that you can hang your hat on of, you know, that you can go into another team's barn and beat them. I mean, it's just, you know, and, and not being able to do it, I think, speaks to the toughness of your team and, and, you know, mental toughness. But then I also look at, at least on the defense, the physical toughness, the middle of the defense. Um, you know, I think that, that, you know, Lawrence Guy's been okay this year. He's had his up moments. Uh, I think Malcolm Brown's been less than okay. And, you know, and Orlando Roberts played just six snaps. They played mostly dying defense, you know, kind of basically daring Pittsburgh to run yesterday. Um, but I think, you know, the toughness of your team is, is a lot can be said from the middle of your defense. And I think those guys have all underperformed um, this year. And, and that's a big reason why they struggle in first down. I mean, they're just getting gashed. And, you know, they're in short yardage on second and third down. And, and teams are, you know, teams aren't even getting the third down a lot of the time because they're just going first down, first down, first down, touchdown. And, you know, that is just super distressing to see, you know, not even, it used to be the bend, don't break. They're not even bending anymore. It's just break, 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 touchdown. Yeah, we, linebacker, I think, has really hurt us, too. We, we just haven't had any linebacking core that, that has made plays, either inside or yeah. outside. Mike? Well, who other than Kyle Van Noy with that sack, who made a play in the front seven no, yesterday? No, no, telling you. It's been a while, too. Uh, how about, you know, two weeks ago when you were on, you were ta- we were talking about, you know, people talking about the demise and there's so many guys that are eligible for free agency, but you saw it as a possibility like they've done in the past of almost revamping the roster, um, you know, bringing some new people in. They've always been able to do really well with bringing guys in, assimilating them to the Patriot way, so to speak, and coaching them up, which we do better than anybody. Uh, are you still feeling that way? I, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a fascinating off-season. Off I mean, you know, for a number of reasons. And, I mean, especially, you know, you look at the left tackle position after yesterday with Trent Brown. I mean, is he, you know, are they going to give him a huge money left tackle deal? Um, you know, I mean, Marcus Cannon was so hot. I mean, he's had a lot of injury issues. You look at the defensive side of the ball. You, I mean, the only guys I'm really sure of on the defensive side of the ball right now that I feel like are going to be on the team next year are Gilmore, Van, uh, Van Noy, 
and uh, and probably J.C. Jackson, you know. And other than those three, I'm not I'm not assured of anything. I mean, yeah. you know, we've seen it before, a year too early rather than a year too late. Um, you've got a lot of guys in, in safeties making a ton of money. Um, and, and granted, that is, you know, the, the strength of the defense if you had to pick one. Um, but, you know, you look at the front seven and, you know, you're going to you got to pay Trey Flowers a bunch of money. So I, I, I just think there's so many questions. Uh, you know, the offseason is going to be a fascinating one. And, you know, Belichick's been doing it long enough. You know, you've got to turn over. They've already had to turn over the whole defense, you know, at least once. I mean, you know, from, from that kind of dynasty days and the Brewskis and the Vrabels and all that. You know, to get to then the Ninkoviches and the Chandler Jones and the Hightower and the Collins. And, you know, and now we're kind of entering a third phase. And, you know, again, like it kind of looked in 2010 and 2011 a little bit, as things, things look a little barren. And, and it is going to take a, a little bit of time. I mean, I don't think that you just go out and, you know, sign a bunch of free agents, all-stars, and, you know, plug them all in and, and redo the defense. But I, I think that there's certainly going to be an element of reset next year uh, and probably on both sides of the ball, including, you know, potentially Gostowski. That could be another area. So, Mike, what do you have coming up this week on patspropaganda.com? You already have your recap up a bit from yesterday's game, but what else do you have planned? Yeah, well, I think I, you know, I always try to jump into the film and into the most interesting aspects to me, and I think usually I'm, I'm a defense guy skewed towards that side, but I think this week it's really about the offense and just kind of seeing, uh, you know, getting a better sense of, of where the plays were left on the field because I just, you know, we're not used to seeing that out of the Patriots offense, especially in Pittsburgh, you know, where after that Chris Hogan touchdown, I thought they were going to put up 50 points. Um, right. You know, but that was it. I mean, other than one blown play, that was the only way they got a, they got a touchdown yesterday. So I think that's what's most interesting to me when the film, uh, you know, comes out later today, early tomorrow. Uh, we'll jump in there first. And, uh, I mean, there's just so much to digest from this game. I, I, I'm both interested to, di- to, to dissect it all and also uh, excited to put it behind us. So <laughs> we'll see. You know, uh, still two games left, a lot of football to be played, but, um, you know, there's no way to really color it other than it's a a disappointing two weeks at at a key time in the season. All right, that's Mike Dusso from patspropaganda.com. Check it out. He's already got his thoughts up on the website from last yesterday's, I should say, contest with the Patriots falling to the Steelers. Mike, thanks so much. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Take care, Mike.